The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. America, welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at Sons of Liberty Media.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning. That's right, guys. It's time to rock the boat, right? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, you can check us out online, sonsoflibertyradio.com or sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the show, that's right. You can see a face that's made for radio. Uh, go right there to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Scroll down on the right, and you can enlarge that, and you'll be able to watch the show live. You can also catch that live video feed on Twitter at FPPTim. Uh, Setting Brush Fires is the place you want to go for Periscope, if you're on Periscope. Also, our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. Beforeitsnews.com, we're there as well. And also on DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. If you're branching out into other social media areas like Spreely, Gab, MeWe, Minds, or USA.life, please check us out there at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. Now, today we're going to be talking about muscular dystrophy uh, for the most part. Uh, and we've got Kate with us, and we have a special guest as well. And uh, this is <laughs> Alistair Dinez, and of course you know Kate Jimrani here. And uh, you've got a great internet connection there too, so we're we're looking good today. And um, we're, <laughs> you've got the dog. Is that Mr. Bo? <laughs> this is Nelly. Nelly, okay. <laughs> she's got her dogs with her and um boy we've got a lot of people online uh watching today and we're connected with red state talk radio finally after three or four days i don't know what happened there uh but you've got a very interesting thing and that is when a medical diagnosis really means maltrition it's not something that you can't deal with but it, it's maltrition and this is why we have alistair here with us today tell us a little bit about what's going on kate and uh and introduce alistair to us Okay, so this is Alistair Dinez, my little Hello. minion. His, uh, his mom and I are great friends and we dog walk every day. We've, uh, we've not done lockdown. We've all seen each other every day come and arrest us. Um, and, and we're not sick. Um, so uh, before we go any further, because I think today I just want to read something from Jesus Calling, because this is really pertinent for today. And, and everybody who knows me knows this is a big thing. And just when I read this, it always matches the day. So this is from John 10, 27. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. We are assured and know that God being a partner in their labor 
All things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are all called, called according to his design and purpose. That's from Romans 8.28. And you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Jeremiah 29.13. And God did indeed say everything we needed, we would find in the seeds and the fruits, the seeds of the fruits, of the trees. And um, Alistair here, when I met his mum, we were out dog walking. She told me that her son had Duchen, Duchen, excuse me, I'm not as polished, uh, muscular dystrophy, which affects one in 5,000 live male births and 20,000 children are diagnosed globally per year. Now, I am of the thought nature, which is God, doesn't make a mistake. We make the mistakes. We ruin it. He made us perfect in his image. And I said to his mom at the time, there will be a reason for this. And if there's a reason, we can reverse it. So I'm going to pass over to Alistair now. And he's going to tell you about his life from when he was two and he was diagnosed and how he was a normal kid doing motocross, was it, and everything yeah. else. So over to you. I'm a bit confused. So you tell us well, when you died. Let, let, me, let, me, let me clear something up here for, for the people watching. Um, Alistair, how old are you now? Um, 19. All right. I thought you were in your early 20s. I, I apologize. So Alistair is 19. And um, tell us a little bit about what went on in your childhood. Was it Did it take some time to finally have this diagnosis that you had this muscular mm -hmm. dystrophy? Well, so yeah, I was born in um, in Kenya, um, and yeah, when I was about two years old, I wasn't uh, standing up like as uh, like as much as my peers, like as quickly. Uh, so then I went to uh, my doctor for diagnosis. Well, not me, my parent, my mom took me, um, and then he said, uh, "We think your son has uh, Duchenne muscular dystrophy." And obviously, we read the original paperwork, which said I, my lifespan wouldn't be too long because we didn't know what the specific gene deletion was at the time. Um, then I went to the UK and got tested for it. Um, and I was told that I had Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Um, and then as soon as I was diagnosed, they put me onto steroids. Um, and I've been on those for the last 19, uh, 17 years or so. Um, so obviously, yeah. Hang on. What 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 are the side effects of those steroids? Is it it's to try and build his muscle, but what it's done is made his bones porous, brittle. And uh, so, what was really interesting? Uh, sorry to interrupt. I'm just trying to guide Alistair because he's a bit freaked out. Tell us what you found out today about about your condition. Yeah, yeah. Don't um, be and don't be freaked out. I mean, we're just having a conversation with about I don't know several thousand people listening in. So <laughs> it's just I'm it's nipping just, uh, him. I'm nipping him off camera. <laughs> um. So the interesting fact I discovered today is I learned that my uh, Duchenne muscular dystrophy was discovered in the in about 1865. Um and Obviously, at that time, the research had been, it was then left until about 1986. And the people who actually did the research on the muscular dystrophy was actually the Muscular Dystrophy Association. So obviously, the research was really biased. And when they discovered that my condition is caused by a specific gene missing, they decided to name that gene dystrophin. And from Kate's research recently, we've realized that the meaning of dystrophy which dystrophin comes from 
actually stands for malnutrition. Okay. And as you can see, uh, without, like I've seen him in his shorts because uh, he's going to tell you what happened to him recently. This young man was told he'd been in a wheelchair by the time he was 20. Actually, no, actually was actually eight years old. Eight years old. You'd been in a wheelchair by eight years old. Yeah. On average, most children with my condition are put in the wheelchair by the time they're eight. Uh, but when I when I was eight years old, I, I actually did motocross. I um, represented my country. And this is when you're riding high speed bikes at uh, 60 miles an hour, going over jumps and things like that. Um, obviously, my doctor's advice was I shouldn't be doing that because it's not going to be good for me. But but most people who, for example, live in the UK and the United States with my condition, that they're, they're told by doctors, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Oh, you can't take part in sports. But by, by not being allowed to take part in sports, it means that you're not going to be using your muscles and maintaining that muscle mass. So I feel like if I'd lived here um, from the time I was born, I would have struggled a lot more because I moved to the UK when I was 14 years old. And at that time, they didn't even let me take part in sports. So I was thinking to myself, if I'd been here at a younger age, I wouldn't have been able to do the things that I did in Kenya and stayed as upright as I've been able to now. And just to let the viewers and the listeners know, um, I, I'm talking from a nursing background, 35 years, uh, regardless of the registration, just to add that bit in, Mr. Bozo Head. Um, you know, Alistair uh, kept himself really clean diet and he got really interested in nutrition. And by the time I met this young man, he was a manager in, in the most awful food store, but he doesn't eat at McDonald's. I can say he can't. Um, and he drives a BMW. He literally drives a newer car than I have, brand spanking new BMW. I mean, talk about that for making me feel rubbish. But so he uh, he's kept himself upright and out of a chair. And and uh, anyway, um, we got a phone call. Could I get down to McDonald's how many weeks ago? Uh, six. Now. Six weeks ago, he'd, he'd skidded on the floor near the bathroom. And when I got there, his leg was his left leg was at a right angle. Um so uh, the paramedics arrived and he had fractured his neck of femur. So he was taken off in an ambulance and he's had a big rod put down his femur and some plates. And uh, we're, we're gonna he's going to tell you about his experience in hospital because I'm telling you that's something else. Well, yeah. Um, and let's 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 let everybody know this is coming at a time he's in the hospital where all this COVID stuff is going on um, and the, the lack of care. Uh, that he was receiving, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, ne it's negligent. It sounds negligent and it sounds abusive. Um, but go ahead, Alistair, tell us what went on there in the hospital. Okay. So when I first, when I first arrived, the experience with the paramedics was amazing. Yeah. They were completely honest with us. They told us exactly what was going on. Um, when I got to the hospital, originally first got there, that was all fine, except they forced me to have a COVID test. But when they gave me the COVID test, um, the test was already taken out of the packet. They didn't open it in front of us. So obviously that was really worrying. Like, is it infected or what's going on? Um, so that was the first worrying bit. Um, then when I went into hospital uh, to have the operation, before the operation, the treatment was fine. Uh, yeah, when I first went to the first night I went to sleep, that was all fine. Um, and then everything went bad from the second night. First first night, he phoned me. He's just, oh, yeah. His first day post-op, he's just come back from theatre and he needed a pee. And he, he texts me, sorry, to say that 
he he'd called called them and they didn't come and he needed to pee. So then um, another a woman then walked into the room, uh, a woman from a nurse from the female um, ward, and I said to her, "Oh, please, can I um, have a urine bottle?" She said, "Oh no, I'm too busy." So she never she never got the urine bottle for me. Um, and then maybe like twenty minutes later or half an hour later, um, I got the urine bottle from that same woman. But after that, I heard her complaining, saying, I'm so stressed. I'm in a I'm in a male ward. I shouldn't have to give him a urine bottle. Oh, this is not my job. And she was getting all angry about it. And then uh, they took his call bell away from him. So he couldn't reach it. They said he didn't need it. This is a young man that was bed bound, couldn't move, couldn't roll over. Uh, he couldn't wear any boxer shorts. He just had a gown on. So the second night, his get out of this. Uh, my, my gown lifted up and one of the nurses reported me for exposing myself. He was asleep. Um, Unbelievable. But they, 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 won't, they, won't, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't even give you the time to come in there and help you. No. He was asleep. I mean, goodness me, if I was to count how many butts, fronts, boobies, Everything I've seen in my career with people that are sleeping, it's part of the job. So to go and tell another member of staff and then the male nurse comes to him in the morning, tells him that he was distraught. I'm going to say this. He was really upset mm. and, and he wanted to come home. And um, there was a couple of nice staff in there, but there was a couple of real horrors. And there was one um, nurse of the Third Reich in there. I'm telling you, they're popping up everywhere. Yeah, it wasn't. It, yeah, it wasn't the best. And. What was the food like? The good old NHS food. It, the food, the food was okay. Not not the best, but at least they provided vegetables. <laughs> so, um, but we have we we've um, he came home. Um, how long have you waited for the wheelchair? <laughs> um, well, actually, I haven't even been provided by uh, given a wheelchair by the medical service here. I've actually had to go through a charity and get my wheelchair. I still haven't even been in contact with the. Uh, back in contact with the with the hospital who's meant to be providing me with a wheelchair and so he's been home for five weeks five weeks no wheelchair i had one in my garage for when my son was ill um his mum's literally had to and alistair's had to purchase loads they've had to purchase a stairlift so he came home but while he was in hospital then i really got my research head on and alistair's had to purchase oh can hear myself and uh we discovered that there were actually double blind trials done on muscular dystrophy where they had the animals and they had complete cure with the animals. And with some humans, they had improvement at one month, bigger improvement at two months, greater improvement at three months. So one could hypothesize that within two years, one could have incredible improvement. And what it, what it states is that he has a much greater need for certain nutrients because of this gene that isn't being expressed. And he needs more co coenzyme, Q10. He needs more vitamin E. He needs uh, greater quantities of lecithin, selenium, huge quantities of selenium. I take 200 micrograms a day. And um, I believe you need 1,400 micrograms a day. So we've been giving him masses of juice, uh, massive doses of vitamin C. The daily recommended daily amount for the UK for vitamin C is 65 milligrams, just to keep you above. Oh, sorry, needy dog here wanting to get on the show. Uh, just to get you over the precipice of scurvy. So he's been having between five and 10,000 milligrams. Um, 
So we're planning on, and he's been working his way backwards to get off his steroids. And uh, he's done really well. He's, he's man- incredible. The day I arrived, when he, he arrived home from hospital, and this is all my years in nursing and working in nutrition and seeing people on camera that are um, cancer patients. We know that cancer is toxicity deficiency. So the body is so toxic now, the liver can't process any more toxins. They're deficient in vitamins and minerals and they can't generate an immune response. And they have a particular yellowy gray color. When I walked in the room, the first thing I said to Alistair was, what have you got on your face? He looked atrocious. He looked yellow and, and like almost dead. And it took a good 48 hours of his mom. His mom, what an absolute angel, has much as he moans because he's a boy, he's a teenager. And, he, you know, when you've got your own kids, they're rotters. Um, his mom has absolutely flooded this young man with nutrients, carrot and apple juice, carrot, apple, ginger, lemon, green, uh, all sorts. All uh, we, we cook together. We bring food around. So we're, we've done bone broth for him, organic, um, uh, organic chicken carcasses. So we've made loads and loads of bone broth and added it to lots and lots of dishes so that he's, he's having lots of collagen. So um, already, I think you've grown a little bit, haven't you? Yes, uh, four centimetres, five centimetres. Grown five centimetres. And, and I you... haven't even grown a centimetre in the last five years. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty incredible. Now, what, what, are, what are the long-term things for, uh, for Alistair here uh, that you're doing? I mean, what are, what are some of the things specifically you're giving him in that to, to have these kind of results? Well, he's having he's having vitamin D three anyway. He's having. But how's that coming? I mean, what are, what are you giving him for that? Well, we're getting. He's having loads of fresh fruit and vegetables, home cooked food. Okay. Um, he's having nuts. He's having all sorts. And then we we use Genesis Healing. Uh, I just want to give them a big shout out here. They're a good Christian couple, Alan and Sharon. Genesishealing.co.uk. Do you know I told them about it and they said, let us get them all and he can have them cost price. They sent him a great big batch for the first month or so for free. Wow. And uh, yeah, you know what? They they always tithe. They tithe to, um, I think it's a, a women's refuge. And so they've tithed. The, these are really hardworking people. So they're on board as well. So we're giving him all these things that I mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, the CoQ10, the selenium, the lecithin, the vitamin, uh, the vitamin C, the vitamin E. Um, we've got this other product coming that I can't talk about just yet, but I've just signed up to it. It's fantastic. It's a food grade thing. It's from America. I'm signing up to it. It's incredible. And it's so that he can build muscle. It's going to give him what he's missing. So uh, we're going to keep measuring him every month. We're going to map this because technically – from what I remember in my nursing career is these kids, they reach young adulthood, they just go downhill, they end up in a wheelchair, they end up on steroids, they can't do anything. I know one young lady now who um, she's in such poor condition, she can't have solid foods anymore. This young man next to me, because I love him like my fifth child, I will not, while ever there's breath in my body, and I, I even tell him off, don't I? When he starts moaning, I say, shut up and get on with it. When he says he doesn't want something, he doesn't like the taste of it, I go, too bad. Do you want to be in that chair forever? Get on with it. And then he takes it. So uh, I want to see this young man grow up, reach his potential. I want to see him become a young man, have a partner, have a wife, have the career he wants. You will. Trust me, you will. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, this I'll, is I'll bet, I'll bet, I'll bet there's probably, future. I'll bet there's some, some young ladies who are probably watching right now, Alistair, and, and they're thinking, yeah, he, he's going to be. And, and you know, <laughs> this young man is such a gifted, intelligent man. He's got a whole, uh, camera room next door, a studio with a green screen. He bakes the most amazing cakes uh, and he's so interested in nutrition. He's been upright working at McDonald's. I I personally think that is not good for him. You have to rest to heal. It's too much for him to be on his feet 37 and a half hours a day. So if there's anyone out there, sorry, a week, (laughs) it's early. Uh, But if there's anyone out there who wants to give this young man a whirl or get him to write anything, please do contact him because, you know, if we can get this young, this young man growing and show you that the J.D. Rockefeller medical system is indeed crooked, that we all know it is, food is my medicine and my medicine is my food. And there'll be loads of other people out there getting diagnosed with muscular dystrophy, Duchenne muscular dystrophy. This should give you hope. This young man's just grown more than he's grown in 15, no, five years. Yeah, so, and he's uh, he's in the midst of God. right, and he was supposed to he's supposed to be in a place where he's uh he's got a growth spurt going on in those five years. If he's mm-hmm. nineteen, I mean, it, my kids were like that too, and then all of a sudden when they get in around between sixteen and eighteen, uh, what we see is is that they get a, a huge growth spurt. Uh, sometimes there you got kids that that do it a little bit later, but usually that's the time where they are growing. They're they're shooting up in their height. Uh, they're putting on, they're either shedding weight or they're putting some on if they've been, if they've been small. So this is, this is really good news. Now, this thing though, of the treatment that he's received at the, at the hospital, I mean, this is really concerning because if he's getting that kind of treatment there, I wouldn't even say it's treatment, it's, it's neglect, uh, it's abuse. If he's getting that, you know, you, you've talked about these nurses there over in the UK, the people come outside every night and clap and you know, have have their idol worship of the NHS nurses and stuff like this. Why are they doing that for nurses? Now, I know not all of them are, are treating their patients like uh, Alistair was treated. Why are they doing that? I mean, they're supposed to have all this serious time there. It's a really, you know, it's a war zone and all this, which we know is, is not the case. Are, surely they're treating other patients in the same manner, I, I'm sure. Absolutely. There are good nurses, and I can say it now. there's no one to gag me. There are good nurses. I've met so many amazing nurses in my life. For every good nurse, I've met a lot more really bad ones. If you're so overworked and underpaid, how come a lot of you are overweight? And that was pulled up in the press. Um, You know, you get a lot where they, it's it's a chore. I've seen it. I, I, I can walk behind somebody and hear a patient asking for the toilet. And the person in front of me doesn't hear it. Really? Selective hearing? Uh, what they did, you know, he asked for the toilet. Now, don't forget, this is a young man who's really articulate and had all of us behind him. And I'm like a Rottweiler, aren't I? Yeah, that's true. No, I'm like a Rottweiler. And if there had been this thing where you could have gone into the hospital, I'd have been down there on two wheels. Um, but, um, you know, think of all the elderly. This is the voice, the people who are old and infirm. And I've seen it. I've seen when I went to visit my friend and I lifted her out of the bed and showered her. And the old guy in the room next door, when I went in at seven o'clock, his cup was in front of him with the water. When I left at nearly 11, the water hadn't gone down and the cup was still in the, the same position with the straw. And all of this, we're overworked. We're underpaid, really. Well, Boris Johnson's just really used all of you because he's not giving you a pay rise. 
and he's given one to everyone else in the public sector. Said the penny's not dropping yet. You've been used. But, uh, you know, what's happening is um, what's happening all over the world. If you look at Amnesty International, they describe a form of torture that the Red Army used to break the prisoners, the three Ds. They get you dependent. They get you you uh, with a disability. They get you dreading it. So they have you dependent on the system. So we have only the one bit of news coming out, you know, that the hospitals are swamped. No, they're not. We know they're not. That the lies off. We've all seen behind the green curtain in The Wizard of Oz. You're lying and you're complicit. You all thought you were going to get a pay rise. You didn't. And uh, and so then what you have is they're being threatened. They don't speak up. But then you have all the people thinking now they're diseased. They've got this disability. They're all getting tested. They're asymptomatic. They have to wear, wear, wear masks. Now they're saying, should we all be made to wear gloves? So they're treating even the healthy people like we are spreading this dirty, filthy virus. We're going to make everyone sick. So you have all the people looking at one another thinking that person's going to be the downfall of me. So everyone's now in survival mode. They're not thinking as brothers and sisters in Christ, taking care of one another, looking after our elderly, looking after our young, looking after our infirm, which is the way the Lord intended. So now everyone's in this narcissistic self-preservation mode. And then you have the dread, the third D. They dread. They don't know what's coming next because you have this global takeover, very clever, where they keep changing the goalposts. They keep, you don't know what's coming next. You don't know what they're going to do next. They're now telling us, oh, this mutates, this this boogeyman, COVID-19 mutates. Now they're saying, we're going to have everyone dead with the flu. We, we need so many people have the flu vaccine. So do you see, and then we had this Cressida Dick. I know you like her name, Tim. You told me last night. She's the head of the Metropolitan, Metropolitan Police, Cressida Dick. If the name fits, wear it. And she publicly said that for those who didn't wear a mask, they should be shamed by the public, shamed enough that they then leave the store. Well, the um, I believe it's the Criminal Justice Act of 2015, Part 1, 26-2, Abuse of Police Powers and Privileges, carries a 14-year prison sentence. I put this to you, Cressida Dick. I think you've just sailed so close to that because you've just incited the public to bully and you've incited possible violence on people who may be disabled. They may have a silent disability where they have extreme distress wearing a mask or they're deaf and they can't lip read. And you've told the public that they have the right to bully and possibly do violence on the public because they're not wearing a mask. Shame on you. So I've put a little meme up, including the number of the Metropolitan Police, and asked the good population of the UK, report the crime, report her. Let's use this country's laws back at those that will use them on us, the people. Remember, the police are civilians in uniform of the people, for the people, to uphold the law, not the, the preferences of a crooked government. I'm on a roll today. Oh, you are. You are. In fact, you know, what I want to do is I want to bring in um, 
uh, Suzanne's article from yesterday to throw in, not that this is part of the, sh the show that we're doing today, but we kind of, in, in the health and wellness, we kind of cover a lot of different things. Do you know that Dr. Fauci's NIH, the National Institute for Health study, reveals, look, once again, um, you're being vindicated. The NIH study reveals 5G technology can produce coronavirus in human cells. Now, yeah. folks, and, and we just had one earlier this week, another study came out about what we talked about last week with the with the sunscreen and, you know, can can cause cancer. I mean, that it, and that our bodies actually can produce a natural sunscreen. And so, Kate, you know, um, we, we tease Mr. Bozohead, can give him a poke in the eye. Um, and and all his little minions who are who are those who hate you they're they're working in that profession these are these are the the slobs that you're calling out and there's also a guy who is a police informer and he's a pedophile his first name yes. is Mohammed might come across him yeah. he's a pedophile apparently and a police informer i say that apparently because you know i've been told that i'm good authority but these are remember these people are so driven by satan yeah, they don't well, know. They don't know here, the Lord. Let me let me let me speak to this other thing too, because this is a part of health and wellness, and that is you said that that we look after one another, we care for one another, and uh, you know the scripture is very clear about that. First Timothy five eight says, if any does not provide for his own, and in the context he's talking about the the widows, so he's talking about older women in most cases. A lot of them are younger, uh, and they're told to get married and have children, rule the home, and all these kinds of things. But he says, if you don't provide for your own, especially for those of your own house. You've denied the faith, and you're worse than an infidel. So this is this is very this is something I know here in America that we we lost a lot of early on in the 20th century that began to to dissipate. Not not everybody, but it, it began to dissipate as a whole, where the family was being pulled in all kinds of directions. Mom and dad are outside the home having to work to to you know make ends meet. Um, all of these kinds of things. The taxation came on. And so it, you, we lost this this idea of the community of our families and the community around us. And so I'm glad you brought that in. Uh, let me let me go back here to the muscular dystrophy thing. It, this malnutrition is that just for muscular dystrophy, or are there other things that 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 we're being told that oh you're just going to have to live with this? It's going to get worse and worse and worse. Or are there other things that you've discovered that can be treated as well? Well, everything. When the body heals, it heals everything. So if you take prostate cancer, I think in the UK, it's one in three. Zinc is stored in the prostate gland. It blocks the enzyme that turns your good testosterone into the cancer-causing bad one. So it stands to reason there again, you have an absolute example of what causes, what is one of the causes of prostate cancer. So, so go back to Hippocrates. If food be thy medicine, like that, let thy medicine be thy food. Everything we needed was provided for us by our creator. He also told us what not to eat. He told us not to eat the swine. And he told us why, because they they eat all the garbage to keep it clean. So we're not supposed to eat it. So it, tans, it stands to affect that we get sick if we do. But if you ring up any of these charities, which is another one of my little, little things to do before I took my... Uh, YouTube down. I was always calling out charities and downloading their accounts. But I actually rang a charity and a nurse came on the phone and I made up this fictitious story about my uncle had prostate cancer. And I said, is there anything we can give him food wise that will will help his cancer? And she said, no, no food. It, it won't have any effect. I mean, this is absolute shocking ignorance. But what you have to remember is the devil 
the biggest really success that the devil's had so far is convincing everyone that he doesn't exist and he's he's on here and this is not a thing that's happened suddenly this has been going on for a long time and jd rockefeller has infiltrated with this medicine which we know isn't medicine pharmacia isn't medicine it's sorcery it translates into the word sorcery the greek translation pharmacia look it up folks and all the blood rituals so what he did was he had to create this belief so that he could sell us all his witchcraft and sorcery and this is where it came in the viruses the, the germ theory well all of these these syndromes that you keep hearing that all these people have don't forget doctors there are about 18,000 diseases they don't know even know how to treat so the very thing you do is you work backwards you go back and you flood the body with nutrients and when you start to heal everything heals i just want to show people something in this bag here i have a big piece of turmeric a big piece of ginger two lemons and a bulb of garlic and i i would have some oregano oil with that you do that on a saturday morning you juice that whole thing and it's a tonic you have to be ready next to the sink when it hits the stomach but if you've got any you're feeling a little bit under the weather maybe you have you feel like you've got a urine infection anything a little bit of a cough starting, a cold. You blast your body with that every Saturday morning. I guarantee you 24 hours, you whoopie do good to go like Corky the cat. That's Dr. Clinkheart. I never learned this in nursing school. This is all organic. Um, so, and, you know, and, let, let, you, you when you eat McDonald's and expect when, to be healthy. Yeah, when you said you got to be over the sink. Now, help people understand that. You don't mean that you're going to be vomiting. You mean that you're going to be salivating, well, right? When when I first did it, it was like something off a comedy sketch. There's a movie, um, The Meaning of Life with Monty Python, uh, and the guy's being sick, and it's like there's an off camera, there's a hose pipe. So it looks like it's... I knocked that back. And you know how when you feel a bit nauseous, your saliva? Never in my life have I had... I could have, I could have filled my teacup with saliva in seconds. So uh, the second time I did it, it was a little bit easier. But that hit my stomach. And then, then I went out for a dog walk. And Alistair's mom was like, keep your mouth pointing that way. <laughs> because that's why I'm single. Uh, but it's a really good thing to do. And it has to be an organic bulb. And it has to be fresh. Because when you start altering it and freeze drying it and having it as a powder, and that's not real garlic. It's the, it's, I can do this as a show. It's really specific. God created this. He, he's given it all to us out there. But what we did was we decided we'd like, we like Sally's and, and Taco Bell and Dunkin' Donut and uh, Pizza Hut and, I mean, McDonald's. I mean, yeah. McDonald's. Kate. Don't they have, uh, haven't they been yoga mat found in the buns of McDonald's? Yeah, let's, like, uh, we, we've got some people. Can you go back over the ingredients of that tonic that you were talking about just now? Okay, yeah, sure. I'm going to open my, my bag. One bulb of organic garlic. Now, we get small bulbs in the UK. I've seen bulbs the size of my fist in America. So, folks, use your discretion. You would only need a few if it's that big. This is turmeric. I've got two pieces of turmeric here. I've got a big wedge of ginger, fresh ginger. I've got two lemons. And then you can put some oregano oil in, or you can put a, a, a handful of fresh oregano in there. Um, and basically just juice it. 
makes a little bit of a juice, like a shot, just knock it back. If you're feeling any rundown, you just do that. Um, I was really sick in January, more sick than I've ever been in my life. It was probably something they're spraying from over. But even, you know, uh, sorry, Professor Dolores Carhill, she had the same sickness. I don't know whether it was all those people that had been given the flu vaccine and they were shedding this uh, genetically modified, whatever it was, I got sick. And I'm sure I had pneumonia. I was so ill, I couldn't get up the stairs. This went on for three weeks. All of a sudden I was like, what would I tell my patients to do? So I did a colloidal silver nebulizer, 30 parts per million for five minutes every four hours. I did one of those tonics, 48 hours later, I was, and I had loads of vitamin C as well. I was good to go, like I'd never been sick. So, you know, these are things that nature has given us. Nature uh, doesn't say, let's give you steroid injections. And let me just tell you something about steroids. Not only, you know, what Alistair's had, they inhibit the body's ability to heal. So when you're taking them long-term, they're not doing you any good. And you, and you can't just come off them. You have to wean off them. Hang, hang on, Alistair will tell you about that. What's the reason you had to wean off your steroids? Because your body's so used to, uh, your adrenal glands become so used to taking the uh, the steroids. So the natural, the uh, fake steroids that are produced by the medication, your body just becomes so used to them. So if you just suddenly take yourself off them, you'll be, you'll just feel really sick. You won't have energy and, and other things like that. So what do you, so do you what, hang, hang on. What so, medic- so medication does? yeah, let me ask a question. So, so how do, how do you do that? How do you do that? You do that over a period of weeks? Um, yeah. So a few weeks or months and you just, you just slowly decrease uh, the dose. Like every week you, you probably take away like two, two, maximum two milligrams you spoke to a doctor about this though didn't you yeah we spoke to a far- we spoke to a farmer's not uh, an actual doctor with i'm not going to be speaking to my doctors about this just because yeah um <laughs> uh, we, well, spoke that, we, we spoke to a pharmacist who, who explained how you get off them okay. so um yeah so at the moment we're just cutting them in half and then i'll slowly go on to one milligram tablet okay so i'm on 20, i was on 20 milligrams and I'm down to about uh, 50, uh, 10 milligrams now. So then I'll be going, to, I th- yeah, today I'll be going down to nine. And then uh, each week you'll just decrease until you're eventually off them completely. Okay. I just want to say, Wait, let, there's on, anyone let, out there, always discuss with your doctor. Because when you are yeah, on medication, sure. I do know a lot of patients that have come to me and they just stop them. I'm not advising that. That's up to you. But remember, you are your own boss. That's your body. No one else is going to look after it better than you. They don't know you. You're just a number. You're just some cash. They don't know you. So the only person who's going to look after your health is you. But, but tell your doctor, be in charge. Incidentally, everything that they've been giving him, this is where he's got to. He got to 20, fractured his neck of femur. This is only going downhill. And yet the consultant still rang him. They never told him about any of these studies. He's never had any clue in almost 20 years about what it took us minutes to find. And yet they were still ringing him to try and get him to take some medication, weren't they? Some more medication. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I got a couple of things. Uh, first of all, Alistair, a lot of people really like you in, as much as they do Kate <laughs> in the oh, chat good. room. Good yeah, he, they're saying you're... He is, I have to say, this young man... <laughs> is incredible from a nursing thing. I've watched him 48 hours get himself into, into a sitting position. 
and to get himself upright. And last night he had a major fantastic thing. He peed in the toilet for the first time. Well, that's yeah, that's an accomplishment. No, they yeah, said they the said first you, time since I got injured. The first time you, since he got injured, he's managed to pee in the toilet, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Well, the, here's the thing. Um, I just want to just give you encouragement there. They said you're a brave young man. Uh, they say you're very intelligent and articulate. That was something that went way by up in the in the upper parts there in the chat. Um, they really found you to be an inspiration as a young man um, it, with what you're going through, that you're not sitting there sulking. And, of course, Kate and your mom aren't going to let you do that because uh, that's not going <laughs> to it's not going to help you any. So I just want to throw that in there. Now, Kate, the people are really on your little shot here and uh, they want to know, do you do you juice all that stuff and don't take the skins off the lemons and um Okay. The, the proportions, folks, once we get this, I wrote all the stuff down. So when we archive the show today, you can find you it at sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll have that list right there. It'll tell you what all these kinds of things are so that if, if you're interested in it, they'll be on later this morning. You juice it. So you're yeah. just going to, if you've got a regular juicer, you don't need an expensive juicer. You just need to buy a juicer, 40, 50 bucks. Just get one. You can pick them up on eBay. People get rid of them. People even put them to car boot sales get yourself a juicer you could even put it on facebook or any chat line i'm looking for a juicer does anyone have one i'll come and collect it so many people have done that and got them you 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 don't want to have the you know don't want to ever have the skins because the skins have aromatic acid in them and you don't want to have that so you're just going to but you don't need to peel your garlic you don't need to peel your ginger you don't need to peel the turmeric just shove it in peel your lemon and then juice them and it makes a little shot and then shove all that in your compost bin, except the lemon skins. You don't want the lemon skins. It makes a little tiny shot, knock it back. That's all you need to do. It is so good. Any patient of mine for nutrition, they have this on all of their sheets. This was Dr. Klinkhart. I will absolutely tell you, I've seen this work on myself on two, three occasions like that within 24 hours, 48 hours, I'm good to go. This is fantastic. Always make sure it's organic. Now, listen, folks, there's a lot of uh, fake garlic coming out of China. Um, you can grow garlic so easy, but try and use all your local stores. Just be careful. That Silk Road opened. And what's coming out of China when the Silk Road reopened, they've cut so many corners, it's virtually circular. You need to be really careful when you're eating stuff. They have actual food that isn't even food coming out of there. And if you think when something's just labeled as organic, that means it's safe, it doesn't at all. Don't forget, everybody jumped on the organic bandwagon because they realized that the people realized this was a good thing. Always look at the where it comes from. Try and shop local. Try and grow it. You don't even need to. You can grow this on your windowsill. But this is something you can have cheap. When you start taking antibiotics, you know, you go to your GP, you don't feel very well, your doctor. He's writing the script before you're even out the door because he's making sure he gets right to that quota. So he gets his two week holiday somewhere or he gets another piece of equipment for his practice. Um, when you start taking those antibiotics and I'm not saying antibiotics are good, but they should be saved for when they're desperately needed, when it's life threatening, not just given out willy nilly all the time. Um, you know, you want to stay healthy, avoid your doctor at all costs. Um, but this is what nature gave us. This is why I'm going to be doing my naturopathic doctorate this year. Um, I want everyone to be healthy. But this is, I'm going to just keep giving you little nuggets like this. You yeah. know, one of the things that Alistair's on, 
carrot and apple juice every day. Carrots, it's full of, and it must be organic. It's full of vitamins A, B, C, beta carotene, antioxidants. The reason you have the apple is the pectin in the apple exponentially increases the uptake of the vitamins and minerals that are in the carrots. It's the elixir of life. Get yourself a juicer. Start taking that. Vitamin A is the immunity vitamin. Every day you should be having this. And don't tell me you can't afford it because I'm not listening. Because when you've got cable TV and you've got a nice car, he's got a better car than me. <laughs> you can afford two bags of carrots a day. No, I agree. I agree. In fact, I was, uh, I've was um, i told people before, and this ties in with, with what you're talking about here of the nutrition. My wife and I first uh, got a juicer some years back when we watched a, a documentary. It was a guy from Australia. It's called uh, Sick, Fat, and Almost Dead. For those of you who haven't seen it, I'll put a link uh, That's a good forty percent of the population. Yeah, well, he—I mean, he was a, like a CEO. Um, he had drinks every night. He had—he um, uh, ate really bad food and stuff. And he started getting rashes. He started getting different kind of things with his blood pressure and all this. So he came to America. He went from basically coast to coast, driving across America, and he did what he called a juice fast. He didn't have anything but juicing, and yeah, that's he, great. He, yeah, he had his—he had his juicer in the back. And it was fantastic because the guy, he did that, and he said there was such a change just within like 10 days. And he met this other guy. The guy must have weighed like 400 pounds. I mean, he was just huge. He was a trucker. And, you know, the truckers often have these truck stops that they go in. They don't get any exercise. They sit a lot like I do. And um, and this guy just had, he could barely walk. It was kind of a waddle. And it, you just felt sorry for him seeing him. And he took him out there and let him taste the juice. And he said, oh, this is great. So then he says, here's my card. You're talking about looking out for one another. We talked about this before. Here's my card. If you ever need any help or anything, call me. Goes back to Australia. The guy calls him. He comes back over, spends his own money to put this guy up at a place like right on the lake. The unfortunate thing for this guy was like July the 4th. So they're cooking hot dogs and steaks and stuff like this. But he went on this juice fast. He was going to do it for 10 days. I think he ended up doing it for like 60 days straight. I think that's what it was, if I if I remember right. And by the end of the thing, it looked like he dropped a whole other person off of him. That I mean, it was just incredible. And he was healthy. He didn't want to go around his kids because he says, I don't want them to see me. I can't play football with them. And at the end of the, the thing, you see this guy. And it's just this dramatic, and it was all of the nutrients. He talked about all those micronutrients that, that have to be got. And he says, you can't sit there and eat all that stuff because you'll, you'll never eat it all. But if you juice well, it, is, you can get the stuff. Add here, something to add here. Just sure. wanna, uh, sorry to interject. One of the pe things is, if you've eaten GM foods, which we all have, everything that's corn and derivative is GM, unless it's organic. Everything that's soy is GM. It causes holes in your gut. Then you've had your vaccines. So you've already got, you know, uh, allergies, skin problems. So when you juice fast, you're giving the gut time to heal. And the other thing is as well, when you have bone broth, so you're not having any of the fiber in it, you're just having the broth. You know, when I talked about Alistair having these, um, uh, you, you know, even things like when your cold sore viruses are active, that's loss of, you don't have enough collagen. So what you're doing is you're giving the body time to heal. And this is where I saw someone with terrible psoriasis, absolutely terrible. Her, I've never seen it so bad on someone's torso. She started juicing, switched her diet to plant-based, but did so much juicing and then had one small meal a night. 
it was what, six weeks and her torso was completely cleared. So it gives your, your body time to heal. And the other thing is when you, and I, listen, I'm not talking people with cancer here because cancer, remember, toxicity and deficiency. You start fasting when you've got cancer. It's like taking annual leave unpaid when you're already skinned. You've got nothing in the bank. So that's slightly different. But if you want to really start healing your body two days a week, get up in the morning and just have a peppermint tea and then go all day, just lots of water and then have some vegetable juice at night. Do it twice a week. You can do it. You'll get in that rhythm. Pick a day when you're not tempted. Pick a day when maybe you're at home, when you're not around everyone else. It gets so easy. You will drop weight and you'll see such amazing benefits. You'll start to look as fabulous as me. <laughs> and so modest. <laughs> I am joking. I'm really joking. You know what? I'm just, I, I was talking to Tim last night at, what was it? Midnight, one in the morning. I was at the Midnight for you. Yeah, midnight for you. I was, I was out there trying to stir up a stir up a hornet's nest at the supermarket i was the only one without a mask no one bothered me <laughs> i went out there ready for with both barrels ready for a, a big masquerade but anyway everyone left me alone uh, so i was chatting to tim late last night it was quite funny but anyway so i am quite tired but um you know folks get a juicer get juicing you couldn't eat three two three kilos of carrots but you can juice them and if you've got chickens, you can give your chickens the pulp. And if you haven't got chickens, you can get them. You only need a small bit of space. And, and your chickens love the pulp. And then they'll start laying eggs for you based on organic pulp. This is fantastic. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. In if fact, uh, you're, got their way, you're talking about you're talking about the carrot juice. Uh, my son was in there last night after we talked. And because we talk about well, what are we going to have on the show and these kinds of things. And um the uh, I was in there and I was juicing because we had a bag of carrots that's been sitting there. And I said, well, we got to get rid of these. So I got two big glasses of that stuff. And my son is like, uh, you're, that's a little more than what you know. Yeah, but we got to get rid of these carrots. And I missed a day or two here. So I got to we got to take care of that. And, you know, it, it was kind of interesting because when you mentioned that when we first started talking about this stuff, I thought, OK, I'm not so sure that I'm going to like carrot juice. And man, I mean, I love that stuff. I can just. I can knock it down. I really can. And and knowing it's good for you is a good thing, too. Yeah. And you know what? Nelly and Mr. Bo and Alistair's Chihuahua, they all love carrots. Dogs aren't stupid. They love beta carotid. They chow down the carrots as well. And I hand reared two gray squirrels. Um, one was a, a couple of days old. One was a week old. They went to the charity for three weeks and then they gave them back to me. And I gave them a, a syringe, one mil of carrot juice each every day. These things just grew. I mean, when I let them free, one of them, there is a license for anyone who's in the comments going, gray squirrels, they're not indigenous, indigenous yeah, or well, whatever. Um, we, the, the charity did have a license and we released them. But one of those squirrels, I was still shouting it a year and a half later and it would be jumping across the trees and then coming down, running up my arm. And I gave that carrot juice. You can feed a baby organic carrot juice. And instead of that rubbish formula milk, A1 milk, with all the crud of the day added into it. And I believe it was, I was reading in Dr. Gerson's book where they did feed a baby and your baby will grow beautifully. Children love carrot juice. Start giving it to your kids. People, this is a, Alice to drink, you drink it every day, don't you? Loads of it. 
Yeah, a liter a day. A liter, a liter a day, which is fantastic. And he's already grown now. So, uh, you know, this is wonderful. And, you know, I, I'm a, I, this is God's spiracy. If I'd have left five minutes later or five minutes earlier, I wouldn't have met his mom on the big, massive fields where we were walking. I bought, And we'd lived near each other. His mom and I had lived three minutes away from each other for five years and we didn't know one another. Yeah, one and of the things that... Yeah, one of the things that you've been mentioning is this comes from nature, and, and really what we're talking about is it comes from our Creator. It doesn't come from the creation itself. It comes from the Creator. He made the creation for us, and He made it not only so that we sustain our sustain, our, sustain ourselves, but to keep ourselves healthy. And uh, you people who say, oh, the Bible's outdated, it's ancient, this, that, and the other, look, go back to Genesis 1. See what He made, why He made it, and He tells you all these things are for, for food. And I mean, it's just incredible to me that that some people still think that's ancient. Kate, we got about uh, two minutes here before the end of the show. Um, tell people because you're constantly getting the Facebook jail bans. Tell people where they can <laughs> and and people want to know where they can find you because they go, "Well, where's Kate?" They'll send me messages. Can you get a message to her? Tell them where they can find out more about you. Okay, so if you email me on kateshemerani at gmail.com, you can find me on Twitter at, at kateshemerani. I'm on Instagram, kateshemerani naturalness in a toxic world i've got facebook kate shemarani i've also got another community page naturalness in a toxic world i have got a website coming i am on youtube kate shemarani a new channel because the gangsters took me down i haven't loaded yet onto bit shoot and brighty on i only have so many hours in the day folks you just have to be patient i do consults every single day and uh and um, when my website goes up, I'll be doing a newsletter every day. I'm also writing for genesishealing.co.uk. They've got a newsletter starting this week. People, we can reverse disease. We really can. And we work together. We are a team. And me and Alistair are a team. Yeah, well, Alistair, it's been great to have you on the show. A lot of people Thank like you. you. Nanette says you're a handsome Give young man. Give job. <laughs> says you're a handsome young man and yeah if you want to write for the sons of liberty we'll, we'll take you on man we'll, we'll, we'll bring you, you on there and uh, you guys be sure to check that out we're going to get this little tonic here that you guys are, are so interested in we'll get that recipe up there so you can pick it up on the website sons of liberty media.com look for it later today it'll go by the same title as what you see in the description on the video part if you are if you are not if you're still listening by red state talk radio the title will be Kate Shimarani when a medical diagnosis actually means malnourished. And so you'll want to check that out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll also have the links to Kate's uh, YouTube and the Instagram and all this other stuff where you can get a hold of her, as well as to her store. That helps support her. Look, she's out there on her own, so she needs the support too, and she gives us her time and her knowledge for free because she loves people. And uh, so, Kate, Alistair, thank you for joining us today. Guys, thank have you. a great Bye. weekend. Bye-bye. Uh, have a great weekend. Great Lord's Day. We'll see you on Monday with Representative Matt Shea. See ya.